Oh, baby. Uh, taking off the jacket. Uh, this has been dead for 70 years. <laughs> Don't get mad at me. Don't pour red wine. No blood on my jacket. <laughs> it really has been dead for like, it was my grandmother's. She And she was alive before Prince was dead. Yeah. Hey, everybody, welcome. It's 6 o'clock. It's time for the happy hour, the happiest hour of... It won't be two hours of comedy tonight. We'll see what happens. We're going to do extra long sets because we only have a few comedians on the list. Your host, Pam Benjamin, doing the ones and twos in the back. Chad Stein of My Brilliant Buddies. It's a great new show on Thursdays from 2 to 4 where he interviews amazingly smart people as he is himself. I'm going to put this... You're too kind. Here. Oh, your show is really good. Thank you. I'm excited about it. it makes me learn every time. I keep, I, now I'm obsessively watching my Bitcoin. <laughs> and it goes up and down every day by like a hundred bucks. And I'm like, oh, I should not watch it every day. Uh, I, had a, I had a nervous breakdown the other day because Samsung sent me a new phone. AT&T was like, hey, we're giving you a new phone. We're giving you a Samsung 10. Aren't you lucky? It's free. It's a gift. From us and I'm like why do you want to track me also my phone was fine I don't need a new phone I was so confused I was crying I had a nervous breakdown because they gave me a free phone I was like I don't want a new phone I don't understand my old phone I just figured out how to use my old phone and now I have a new phone it has all different little buttons with different things on. why why do they make me do this why do they hate me? I'm an old woman I don't I can't even program a VCR like why are you making me program a new phone and it's the Google and the stuff and the, ah! Had a couple nervous breakdowns this week. Most of them technology-induced. You have technology issues? Yeah, I can't, I can't. I'm analog, man. I'm hella analog. I still smoke actual cigarettes. I don't do vaping. That's none of this digital addictions. I have real addictions to cigarettes. Did you know that the state of California made illegal menthol cigarettes? Well, San Francisco did it. First, they said no flavored cigarettes, and it wasn't just because, oh, kids like flavored cigarettes. I think it was a targeted attack against Muslims because they like Nargila, and so all of the smoke, bongy places, the things all left the city, and I think it was targeted. This is a TED Talk now. This is no longer jokes. <laughs> I'm like, I love the smoke. You have any vices that you love? Yeah, I'd love to drink. I changed my whole life so I could drink and smoke pot every day. Yeah, I sure did. I used to teach high school, and I had to be there at 7.15 in the morning. And uh, the only joy I had when I was a teacher was smoking a cigarette on the way to my class. And I was always late, and the kids would be out in the cold. It would be 7.20, and they'd be freezing outside. And I'd be like, I'm so sorry I'm late. Nobody should be awake this early in the morning. I used to teach emotionally disturbed students with emotional disturbance. I was a junior high school teacher of students with emotional disturbance, and it's perfect because now they're all comedians. <laughs> I see, I know the same kids. They're so cute. And, and they keep using the R word. They kept going, they keep going hard on the R word. They say the retard. And you know what? I earned that word. I made $24,000 for four years so that I can say retard. Okay? I was a special ed teacher. You don't get to say it. You get to say it if you want. Because you were one of my special ed students. Hell yeah. And it was just speech therapy. It wasn't anything else. Come on now. I mean, sure. 
different, different abilities to learn. I'm an auditory learner. So everybody thought I was so smart as a child because my parents would tout me out and they'd be like, look, she can read. She's three years old and she can read. And they'd put me in front of the little Aristocats book and I would take it and I would read the stuff and then I'd go ding and I'd turn the page because I'd memorized it off the record. And so I was really just, I had, didn't know how to read. I just knew how to memorize which my parents loved because it was great for Bible verses. Anybody raised on loving Jesus? Je yeah, Jesus. Everyone wonders why I have a beard fetish. I'm like, okay. Like, you wouldn't let me have an invisible friend. I wanted a four-foot cat that was the same size as me that was gray. Like, when you go to Disneyland and you're waiting in line at the Haunted Mansion and there's that picture that's a lady and she's laying on a chaise lounge and it turns into a cat and it turns into a lady and it turns into a cat. I wanted that as my invisible friend. And my parents said, no, having invisible friends is weird. You're seven years old, but you know what you can have? A 33-year-old man that sits on your bed every night and holds your hand while you talk about boys. Jesus. Good, I can memorize Bible verses. Here's a fun story. So um, when I was in kindergarten and I was four years old and I knew how to read and that's fun and then they made us memorize Bible verses and I stood up in front of the class and I did my Bible verse and when you did your Bible verse, you got a little tiny ice cream cone. But when I went up on stage and did my Bible verse, Mrs. Mowers, that cunt, she gave me a graham cracker and she said, fat little girls never get anywhere in the world. You're a chubby little kid. Here's some graham crackers, which ironically have the same amount of calories as the tiny ice cream cone. <laughs> but I was just like belittled in the back, like munching on my, mm, I'm too fat. I'll never be good enough. It's okay. It's, okay. it's fine. It's, do, do you know what the boys are doing now? Have you heard about this? Men now, they're intermittent fasting. Have you heard about the intermittent fasting? Men are microdosing food. Like you're gonna mansplain anorexia to me? I've been doing this for 30 years. It's fine. Actually, I was, I was an anorexic, I was bulimic, but that's a rich girl's disease, you know? You say what you want about bulimia, but it makes you four times the consumer. So good for the American economy, so important. But I wanted to be known as an environmentalist, so I used to vomit into the composting, regurgitate, renew, recycle. That great acidic compost will be great on the wine vines in Napa. 2020 Pinot. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be good. Yeah, explain and eating. I only eat when the sun is in the northwest corner of the sky. You have an eating disorder, sir. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> cool. Patriarchy's real. I have um, up here, these are pot uh, fudge pieces with walnuts in them. And they're like seven milligrams a piece. So feel free. Take as many as you like to have fun tonight. And um, I'll do one more joke before we start this up. A joke I haven't done in a really long time, just because I heard the sirens out there. I used to babysit these two twin six-year-olds, and they were so cute. And I tried to foster creative play. So this one time, they tied me to a desk chair with yarn, and they put tape over my mouth. Um, and I'm sitting there fostering creative play, and they had a laser pointer, and they stuck it to my hand, and they said, we're cutting off your hand. And I was like, ow, ow, ouch, this is a fostering creative play, ow, ow. You know? And they took the laser pointer to my foot and they were like, oh, I'm freezing your foot. And I was like, it's so cold, it's so cold. 
creative play. It's so cold. And they took the laser pointer to my chest and they said, I'm breaking your heart. Cold. I was like, what game are you playing? Why am I tied to this desk chair with yarn? And they came back and they said, we're playing police state. Oh, shit. What did I do wrong? And they put their little six-year-old heads together. And they came back and they said, you stole a laptop. What kind of Islamic police state is this? You're cutting off my hand because I stole a laptop? And they looked at me and they said, if you were black, we would have shot you. From the mouths of babes. 2021. Racism is real. The children, the six-year-olds are telling us. You're not scared. You should be now. Cool. I haven't run that joke in a while, so thank you for letting me run that joke. Are y'all ready to get this started up? Yay! I'm your host, Night Pam Benjamin. Yay! I'm dressed like um, a dominatrix ninja witch. That's what I'm dressed as today. This is the perfect costume for today. Uh, your first comedian, I believe, on the list. Right there in his puffy little outfit. All right. Clap your hands together for your first comedian of the night, everybody. It's Kyle Morrissey! Yay! Yep. I, uh, I don't know how to not convey that I don't work for, like, a startup when I wear this stuff. Uh, because I work for a startup. So there's... <laughs> There's nothing I can do. Um, so uh, 2022 is probably just going to be so much better than the last two years, I'm sure. You know, people got this look in their eyes right now that really makes me have faith for the future of our species. You know, everyone, it feels like everyone's trying really hard to let you know they're okay. It, you know, oh, Ted Lasso's a great show. Like, ew, gross. That's how everyone feels right now. I I at now that quarantine got normalized, I I just dove into not trying to improve as a person. Yeah, that's a hot take. And yeah, I needed quarantine to just keep doing what I was doing. Except now I can justify it. Uh, I I was really sedentary. I've been really sedentary for the last two years. I got skinny fat, which. Uh, if you need an idea, it picture if Gollum tried to apply to your startup. That's that's what's going on under here. I'm not gonna show you. Uh, I, I it it's bad. It's pretty bad. I I already got made fun of a lot for being skinny, um, just because I was skinny enough that people. I got called a Holocaust survivor like growing up all the time just because it was like, yeah, that'll, that, that makes sense. Like I was that skinny that people could call me that and it was more correct than it was offensive. That's, <laughs> I was just that people would be like, dude, you look like a Holocaust survivor. And I'd be like, you know what? I can't beat you up. So I guess we just, we just have to. Fuck. Oh. I thought that that's not a good place to start when you get skinny fat. Because I, I, I didn't even have any, like, 
like affordability. I went straight from being told now that I'm skinny fat, I went straight from being told I look like a Holocaust survivor to being told I look like a Holocaust survivor who stole all the bread from people who died in the Holocaust. <laughs> you know how offensive that is to hear <laughs> as a German? <laughs> Why, you think I look Jewish? <laughs> Maybe I could afford that. I'm on show business. On show business. I learned a lot about my health during uh, quarantine. I, I got diagnosed with celiac disease recently, which means I, I have to be gluten-free. Um, and, you know, I kind of I had a feeling. I kind of felt it in my body. Uh, like, I took, I took a 23andMe test recently. It turns out I am... 50% white woman, uh, l like exactly 50, like on my mom's side, my, my mother, my mother was a white woman. She still is a white woman. She didn't like Rachel Dolezal herself, but, uh, but when I went to the doctor, I told him if I have like a piece of pizza at one thirty in the afternoon, it's like, I'm really hungover and I feel like I'm going to pass out. That's just a piece of pizza at like noon and he was like all right well we should play this extra safe i'm just gonna put it down as COVID 19. <laughs> and i didn't like that because the only thing that having to be gluten-free and getting COVID have in common is when you feel like you need to tell everybody about it uh yep that through a group text hey this is uh Everyone I had physical contact with when we were eating the other night. <laughs> Listen, you probably don't need to get tested. I'm just letting you know. Please stop taking me to Olive Garden. Uh, <laughs> please. Speaking of hangovers, I this isn't a flex, but uh, I, I will not be having one of those tomorrow because uh, I I have the cure to hangovers, guys. I it's a it's a little pill um, called not drinking in your 20s and it's a great way to lose all your friends um i hate i hate telling people that i that i don't i don't do that i don't i don't drink because and and because you can tell people get weird about it and and they don't really it's just like a general discomfort like they don't really know why they feel apprehensive towards me but i do um because there was another actually very prominent historical figure who really advocated sobriety in the early 20s and that was Hitler, uh, Adolf Hitler, that Hitler. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I don't know if you knew that about him, but he was a, a bit of a wet blanket. Uh, and I get it because like when I, when I watch the news nowadays, I'm like, yeah, I don't like the direction Europe's going in right now. Uh, <laughs> inflation's terrible. This is all stuff that Hitler felt. Why doesn't anyone like my art? <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Goodbye. Yeah. Kyle Morrissey, these pot things are gluten-free. These pot treats are gluten-free. They've only got chocolates and nuts in them. Yeah, they're like seven milligrams a piece. Feel free, absolutely. Yeah, so you take two, man. Absolutely. 14 milligrams for you, bro. Uh, your next comedian, I know, we're getting him. <laughs>
Oh. So like, we're kind of doing like five minutes right now. But if you're doing so well that I forget to look at the timer, well then that's just how it works, right? Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian. He's a lovely human being. New on the scene, very funny. Put your hands together for Newman Shock! Yay! Uh, I'm going to be fighting Nazism by getting shit-faced tonight. That's what I'm going to be doing. Yes. My parents don't want me to drink, though, so I think they're Nazis. Okay. They look like me, so I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. It's We're here. Are we still scared of COVID? Are we scared? Nobody's wearing a mask, so I, I think we're not. I, I'm fine with getting COVID. I'm okay with getting COVID. I just don't want to get COVID doing something I don't like, you know? Like, I don't want to get COVID at work. Like, I'm not ready for my cause of death to be customer service. That's a bit much, you know? Like, how do you die? He worked an extra shift at Starbucks, you know? Like, that's, that's a very bitch way to die. I don't know. Um, I've been... I feel... I've been thinking about Hitler a lot, mostly because of the last set. Um... Yeah, I, I've realized that like um, I feel I feel like art art is subjective, you know. And Hitler was a painter, so there's definitely somebody out there who's not a Nazi that does like Hitler's paintings, you know. And, and that's a very difficult conversation to have, you know. Like uh, yeah, I like Monet, I like Picasso, and there's this little other artist, kind of underrated, you know. Um. He he's a big in, he used to be big in Germany, not so much anymore. Starts with an H, ends with an R. Uh, I, it's, it, I don't know, man. It's it's like it's liking like it's 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 kind of like liking R. Kelly now, you know. Except R. Kelly made good. I I've never seen Hitler's paintings. I've listened to R. Kelly's music, and uh, R. R. Kelly R. Kelly. He he's made good music. He's peed on, he he peed on kids and made I believe I can fly at the same time. That that guy has range. So you know, Hitler Hitler might have had some good paintings. He he killed a lot of people, but you know if he was painting at the same time, people have range. That's what I'm saying. Ah, uh, God, I I don't know what's happening right now. Oh, <laughs> uh, what else do I want to talk about? Um, I was raised Muslim. That that's me. Um. I was raised Muslim, but like, um, and the big Muslim thing is like, everybody thinks we're all like terrorists and shit. And it's weird for me. Cause like, I don't think I'd be a good terrorist, you know? Like, just like, I think I'd be like late to the meetings. I'm a very like, I'm not, I'm a very chilled out person, you know? Like I listen to reggae and I, I don't, I don't think like Bob Marley's jamming was playing while they were like plotting 9-11, you know? Like that wasn't on the rotation. I would be very surprised if Bin Laden was a reggae fan. You know, he, he did have a laptop that he had. They had video games and stuff on his laptop, but they're, they they didn't they didn't find reggae. I think he needed reggae. I don't know what. I, um, I've realized that like um the judges at kids beauty pageants are like one sentence away from ruining their entire lives. You know what I mean? Like, cause kids beauty pageants, they're already kind of like iffy awesome. okay i don't know, like if you're an adult judging a kid's appearance that, that that's a bit much you know <laughs> like this like if you look at it like a 12 year old and you're like this, this dress looks really nice on you 
I don't know, man. You like you add one more word to that sentence and it's over. You know what I mean? Like you're you're done. I don't know. Um, now when I was 18, I used to work at this uh, used to work at Ross, and I had this coworker who was kind of creepy. Like I told my coworker I was gonna date, and he was like, "Oh, is she another 18-year-old?" And I was like, "Yeah." And he was like, "I'm really into those barely legal chicks." And I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like the term "barely legal" just means you're like almost a pedophile, you know? Like you're just like right above. Like what? What? You know what I mean? You're like people who like use the term "barely legal" are like one lonely night away from being a pedophile. That's what I'm saying. It's very, it's very edgy. I don't know. What? Else? What do you want to talk about? Twenty twenty. One is almost done, which is cool. Twenty twenty. You that you guys think twenty twenty two is gonna be better? Hopefully, that's how you know it's not gonna be better. I, I've never heard somebody be like, "Hopefully this turns out well for me," and it does. You know, like no nobody is like confident that that. If somebody said like like hopeful, hopefully my life becomes better, then they're done. You know, like it's. It's not going to turn out well for them. They should just go to AA and actually put... I don't know, man. I'm, I'm 21, and uh, I think I should be able to run for president. Because I feel like if you're able to get shit-faced, I feel like you should be able to bomb a country. I think that's fair. Goodbye. A young man with things to say about Bob Marley. That's good. Yeah. You see, Chad put some, Bar Bar put some Bob Marley in for you, just for you. Yeah. You went through your phase. That's good. You went through your Bob Marley phase. That's good. Yeah, get up, stand up. Stand up and turn that shit off, because we're done with Bob Marley, all right? Your next comedian. Very funny man. One of my favorites on the scene. Uh, he's a good friend. Uh, I'd like to introduce you right now to Hunter Uniac. Who have come up with me on your radio this whole fucking year. Yes, exactly. But not all the comics show up late for a fucking open mic. Like the guy who's wearing a safety vest. You think you can sneak in with that shit? <laughs> Motherfucker trying to act all sneaky and shit. I'm colorblind, but I can still see that shit. All right, Jesus fucking Christ. Neon, fuck you, man. Like, how, how, how are you going to get a New Year's kiss from a stranger wearing what looks like to be a fucking colorblind traffic cone outfit? You know? We can hear you pee, sir. All right. <laughs> Guys. I'm, let's do a chat right now. When I say 2020, you say it's going to suck, okay? 2020. It already did suck. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what, guys? I was remembering the good times, okay? Let's do it again. 2022 is going to... Fuck you, Pam. <laughs> You're over 50. Anything after you for this year just sucks anyways, okay? Jesus Christ. I'm 27. I'm in my prime right now. When I know this year is going to be fucking shit, okay? Yeah, that seems about right, you know, for that whole thing. It's crazy. Like, what, what, what are our New Year's resolutions? Mine's not fucking dying. Like, you know, like that, that, that's how low our bar is. You know, for New Year's resolutions. All right, the lady who's over 50 isn't applauding because that's actual New Year's resolution for anybody over fucking 50. 
Go back and wash your hands. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. It is. This year's going to suck. It is. I've actually um, started talking to my dad last year. So um, next year, we're going to have to talk even more. And like, you, you, right, what's this? Like, you, we're comics. We've all been estranged to our father at one point or not, right? You're 21. You're still estranged to your father. Don't fucking say that shit. But like, um, this is getting too real. It's getting too real. Motherfucker. Looks like Betty White just died and me talking about fathers. That's too real. Okay. Motherfucker. All right. It's weird though. It is. Like, I, I have no goals for 2022. I have none. And you shouldn't either. All right. My goal is to get out. My goal is to get COVID for 2022. All right. That way I could actually say like when I kiss a girl, I actually say like, Hey, I gave her something. You know, <laughs> oh, I came up with that on the spot. That means I'm a dick. All right, <laughs> Jesus. Twenty COVID is now COVID is now an STD. All right, and I'm saying that because I don't fuck, so I hope it's an STD. All right, because that way at least I know I'm being safe. Okay, so weird. It is, guys. It is like if Bet I don't know, guys. I'll just talk about my father. You know. <laughs> Um, I, I work for my father, if you guys don't know that. A um, little bit about him. Like, um, we were construction together. And um, he actually fell off a scaffolding, you know, um, a couple of weeks ago. So, like, that's why I know 2022 is going to suck. Because, like, all the stuff I wanted for this year already fucking happened, you know. But um, he fell. And, like, you no, know, he's, he's still coming into work in a fucking wheelchair. I have to, like, you know, push him around the job site. And he's bitching me saying, like, why the fuck is this job site not handy, capable, accessible? And I'm like, motherfucker, you made the job site. All right? This is your, it's your fault. Like, he, he's bitching at me. He's saying, like, Hunter, you're doing this wrong. You're doing that wrong. You're doing this wrong. You know how beautiful it is. So, so mm, tasty. To will your father into a corner and put him on time out. By the way, he's paying me. My father paid me to put him on time out. It's amazing. Oh, my God. His legs are broken right now. I wanted to bend him over my knee and just spank his ass. Say, like, you're a bad boy. Okay, not like that. But, um, okay, maybe like that. Fuck it. I don't know. We're getting weird, people. We're getting weird. I want to give my father COVID, like it's an STD. All right, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny if that's the thing that gets me canceled? You know, just like, yeah, uh, uh, sir, I called my father daddy, all right? This is okay. It's in the family. Don't cancel me. Um, he does have a restraining order against me, though, so we're good. You know, this is why, like, when I first started doing comedy, I didn't put my last name on Mutiny Radio. <laughs> Because it'd be like, bring up this guy. And like, you know, I'm talking about sexually harassing my father. It's like, that's why I don't say my fucking full name on here. But I'll give you my social security code. Um, no, I won't. It's so weird, guys. It is. It is. I'll give you a dad joke. Hey, what do you, um, what do you guys call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? What do you call the Native American ghost I just jabbed my finger with? Pocahontas. Where was that finger? The world will never know. <laughs> it was in her bum, guys. Um, <laughs> you say Clinton? <laughs> it was in her Clinton. I don't know where the clit is, Pam. Um, <laughs> this is so weird. It's great. That's right. That's right. Um, there was a study did by MIT. I like it all. Like, this is my last, probably except for last uh, year. So I'm not gonna end with a joke. I'm gonna end it with some uplifting stuff. Okay. I think that's what we all need. Uh, there was a study done by MIT in the 70s that said by the year 2040, society will have crumbled down. Like, we're always fucked. And uh, they redid that study um, last year, and we're ahead of schedule. Yeah, that's what I'm ending on, people. You fucking racist Mexican. All right, that's my time, people.
from now. 47 plus 18 is too old. I hope I'm not alive. I'm <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Very nice. Hunter Uniac, everybody clap it up. Yay! He talks about his dad so much. I think he might have an edible. Ed edible but that's what's your mom no so when you have an edible complex it's your with your mom but i i'm actually looking for a guy with an edible complex meaning he really likes to eat edibles because i make them and maybe he'll like me uh your next comedian i'm sure he's gonna be funny it's his first time here i'm super excited to see what he has to bring to the table put your hands together for leo perez Hey, how's it going, folks? I uh, just want to thank you now for your patience while I mumble and stumble and fumble my way through these uh, new jokes here. All righty. So, uh, so a friend of mine just uh, got back from a road trip in which she uh, drove through part of the South, and uh, she was telling me that they still love Trump down there. Uh, like they, uh, yeah. Everybody wearing Trump t-shirts, MAGA hats, and, you know, Trump flags all over bumper, or Trump stickers all over bumpers and whatnot, and Trump flags everywhere, and I was like, wow, that's, that's crazy. I mean, they still love Trump. I mean, we're going on two years after he, you know, failed to get reelected, and the South still, you know, trying to support him. I mean, they got like a special kind of love for Trump. You know, I mean, the, the South's got a special kind of love for Trump that I haven't seen for another politician. I mean, for how homophobic the South is, it seems like they're pretty gay for Trump. All I'm saying is that I bet if Trump came out and said, okay, ladies and gentlemen, I've got the cure for COVID, and the cure for COVID is if you suck on my penis. He'd probably have a line around the block in most of the cities in the South. That's all I'm saying. All right, well, that didn't go uh, too well, uh, like expected. All right, well, um, let's see here. Uh, I was uh, reading an article online recently about a study that was done in 2021 with uh, 2,000 female contestants where were they asked, what was the preferred body type in a partner? And 75% responded with the dad bod. I can't get a break here. No, seriously, because, like, I mean, I grew up as a fat kid. I mean, I, I wore t-shirts swimming my entire life. If anything, I invented the dad bod. I mean, that's just my luck. Now that I uh, get sober... Lose the dad bod. All these ladies are into the dad bod. Well, thankfully, they say power is the greatest aphrodisiac. And, well, what's more powerful than a huge dick? Yeah. Which I don't mean to brag, but is what uh, plenty of women in the past have told me I am. So, <laughs> pretty powerful. All right. Uh, so... Uh, I'm trying to be a little bit more politically correct. Uh, for example, I stopped calling things retarded. Um, yeah, I, uh, realized that, uh, pretty offensive. 
a lot of people. Uh, I never put really put much thought into how offensive that is. Uh, for the most part of my life, I just use that word to describe things I didn't agree with or people I didn't agree with. And uh, looking back on it, I'm actually kind of ashamed it took me so long to acknowledge how offensive using that word in such a negative context could be to some people. Uh, which is why now I just call things gay. <laughs> I don't. Just to let you guys know. Uh, I'm obviously joking. I hope no gay people are offended. Truth is, I actually love gay people. Not like in a gay way or anything like that. But uh, I think they got uh, good energy. And they make great customer service employees. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, um, so I was uh, watching a documentary about uh, ancient Egypt. And an uh, interesting fact I learned while watching that documentary was that the uh, ancient Egyptians, uh, all the way from the pharaoh down to the slaves, used to wipe their ass with their hands. Another interesting fact I learned while watching that documentary was that the aliens built the pyramids. They didn't say that in the documentary. Uh, that's just the conclusion I came to after learning that first fact. <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, just find it hard to believe that someone is wiping their ass with their hand is designing a structure so complex that Scientists today still can't figure out, you know what I mean? Like, doesn't that sound ridiculous? You're telling me that the uh, project manager of that site mapped out all this fucking structure so perfectly aligns with the stars, but he did everything well with a hand that smelled like shit. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, they could, they could design the pyramids, but toilet paper was too complicated for them to figure out? I mean, I don't know. Honestly, I think uh, I do think it was the aliens, uh, and um, I think it makes a lot of sense why we don't really see them around anymore. You know what I mean? Because I mean, how how would you feel if somebody tried to take credit for something you did? Yeah, I mean, think about these supremely intelligent beings looking down on fucking a couple of people wiping their ass with their hands, trying to take <laughs> credit for something they built. You'd be pretty upset as well, you know what I mean? I mean, when you think about it, all the countless abduction, anal probing stories make complete sense now. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it was, uh, uh, I think I'll just uh, wrap it up now then. Thanks, thanks for listening, guys. That was beautiful. How did they move those stones? How did they move those stones? Huge rocks. How many Jews did it take to move one rock? It's a different kind of ratio. It's like, right? It's like 100 Jews to one rock. It's like 100. There's some math happening that maybe the aliens figured out. I don't know. I think that, I think, I think the cephalopods, does everyone know what a cephalopod is? It's um, a cephalopod is a squid or an octopi. I think, and they have their eyes on the sides of their face. I think 
that they were space aliens and there was a comet and it crashed on the earth and that's why we have cephalopods and the huge giant squid they live under the ocean at deep deep depths with like zero pressure just like just like space Mush also mushrooms are from space 100% we have alien technology on our planet right now cephalopods mushrooms all of it I agree everybody clap one more time for Leo Perez because it was his first time here and I'm so glad you're here clap for Leo Perez yay thank you for talking about important things I feel so confused that's because I want mushrooms too your next comedian is New Year's friends uh, your next comedian she's Honestly, one of my favorite comedians in the Bay Area. I love her so much. And she just killed at Cobbs on Wednesday. And she's doing a 30 and 30. So you're going to see her everywhere this entire month. And I'm excited to see her right now. Put your hands together, everybody, for Lauren Kraut. Yay! Rockin'. Thank you, Pam. Thank you, Chad. Move that over there. Okay, I'm going to do a little bit of new and a little bit of old and have some of these things, and you guys can, you don't mind if I have a couple of these, do you? I was typing this word, uh, this sentence on my computer today. That would have been cool. And then the computer read underlined woulda. It's a word. It's a word. I would have gone, but I missed the bus. It would have been fun to see. Like that. You got two words. You got it. Don't tell me it's would have. It's not would have. It's woulda. You got two words. You would and have. You chop off half because it's an SOB that knows you're 250 bucks and the time you bailed them out. Done. Gone. Then you got would. You take the D at the end. You pull it out just a little bit. You got woulda. You don't need have is what I'm trying to tell you. Okay, I should get out more, huh? <laughs> All right. But you'll be happy to know that coulda and shoulda are in the works. <laughs> All right, good. That one went, oh, okay. Uh, cauliflower is not the problem. Brussels sprouts are the problem. Oh, Fuck Brussels sprouts. You don't start out as a stinky vegetable one week and get a nose job by some food scientist and then <laughs> Your hotshot staple on the menu everywhere. You don't do that. All the Brussels sprouts are pouting. Oh, it's so hard being everyone's favorite. What if every bit vegetable on the block decided to do that? What if beets take it into the head that being blood red just isn't enough? I'm so sad about being a beet. I want to be sexy. I want to taste like a cheeseburger. <laughs> That's my sexy beet impression. The what? It does? Yes. Oh, wow. Uh. <laughs> I forget the rest of that. No, that's all right. Um, uh, oh, I know. Uh, I'll sing a song. Oh, I'd hate to have an existential crisis. When I'm on stage in front of all of you, questioning life's meaning and its purpose, not finding any and letting you all down. 
Okay, thank you. You ever get high and zone out in your mother's name? Evelyn, Evelyn, Evelyn. Who are you? And why did you procreate, you evil sorcerer, you? Trying to take over the world with your neurotic, Jewish, anorexic, clinically depressed, slightly suicidal excuse for a daughter? How is that supposed to help? Oh, wait, that's me. <laughs> you ever get high and think, is it angel food cake or angel food cake? And why not just angel cake? We don't say pumpkin food pie, do we? Ever get high and say, this shit is funny, I'm going to write it down. <laughs> you have, haven't you? And then you find it later and wonder when the cat learned to draw. <laughs> what the hell is this shit? Yeah, I like to write when I'm stoned. I go to different places. One of them, self-confidence land, is so rare and unexpected, I hyperventilate whenever I'm there. I actually feel good about myself right now. Oh, God, I can't breathe. <laughs> and it appears that I'm headed to Witty and Cleverville, though sometimes the signs point in that direction. But when I get there, I find a black hole with a note saying, are you fucking kidding me? That's what I do when I'm, I'm home. I smoke pot and write jokes. I love doing that. It's my best part of 2021. Woo! Woo. Hey, Giraffe Corner. Giraffe Corner, yes. Woo! That's Ginger's voice. Anybody watch Giraffe Corner here? Yeah. I know Pam does. You guys should check it out. It's on YouTube. I get I get dressed up in my giraffe onesie, and I have Ginger and Shirley. They're little stuffed animals, giraffes. And the camera is here from like here to here, so you just see you just see this giraffe torso, and then these two stuffed giraffes. And you hear me doing the voices of a three. Pam knows. She's seen it. And we did 51, 51 episodes. This is this week. We just did a whole year of um, draft winner. Anyway, um, what else can I do for you? Uh, how about another song? I was singing this on my way here tonight. Perhaps you know it. I'd like to count things in my head because I have OCD. I like to drive myself insane and do so endlessly. You remember that Coca-Cola ad from the 70s? I like to teach the world to count and be obsessed like me, where everything has a number to count and sometimes it won't rhyme. <laughs> Everybody, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Ladies only, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. OCD is the real thing, not Coca-Cola. Thank you, thank you. Uh, what else do we got? How about, um, did I do Oive? Did I do Oive yet? No. There's something about saying Oive that just captures it's better than fuck. It's better than oh fuck. It's better than fuck you. Well, maybe not better than fuck you. That fuck you is pretty good. But Oive says everything. Oive says frustration. It says calamity. It says heartache and foreboding. Oive, I dropped the toaster in the baby's bathwater. So guess what we're having for dinner tonight? Oive, that took a dark turn, didn't it? Okay. 
That's another new one. Uh, I did Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Is that all right? We like that one? Okay, we'll keep that one. Uh, <laughs> Oy vey. Oy vey. My last name is Kraut. Oy vey. It's a horrible name. People think Nazi, or worse, cabbage. All my life it's been, what's your name? Lauren Kraut, as in sour. It's a slur against Germans, and we're Polish and Russian, Jews, if you will. Even if you won't, we're still Jews. The thing is, nobody thought to change Kraut. No, they changed their first names. Morris became Lawrence. Rivka became Rita. Shlomo became Beatrice. That's a whole nother story. But you didn't want to sound Jewish. But what about something like coleslaw? Did anyone consider the damage that could do to a person's self-esteem? WTF, ancestors. All growing up, I fantasized about changing crowd but I knew that it would upset my father. I knew as only an obsessive compulsive daughter with codependent daddy issues can know that if I changed my name, I was no better than great aunt Estelle, formerly Esther the Jew, and nobody invites her to Seder. So Lauren Kraut is in sour, it remains. All right, that's my time. Thanks very much, Pam. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy 2022. Lauren Sauerkraut! I'm sure she heard that in junior high the whole time. Yay! Oh my gosh, you talked about Esther. That's so exciting. Esther the Jew! I learned everything I know about feminism from the Bible, from two books. Esther and Ruth, right? Esther, she saved the entire Jewish people. How did she do it? Was she clever? Was she a great orator? Was she incredible at sports? Nay. She had a hot rack and didn't look Jewy. Her original name was Hadassah. They changed it to Esther. And then she saved the Jewish people. Uh, Lauren Kraut, everybody. Yay! Yay! I'm having a good time. I'm really excited for your next comedian. He's been out of town forever because he's an amazingly kind and wonderful human being, and I'm so glad you're back. And I, I wish all of the blessings of 2022 upon you and your family and everything. You're such a wonderful human being. And I miss your coat of many colors that you don't have because it could have been biblical, but you have a scarf of many colors. Yes. And he's back, everybody. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Yay! Oh, my God. It's so good to be back, everyone. Oh, my God. Okay, hi everybody. It's um, the end of this fucking year, right? 2022, I mean, Betty White is dead. Fuck you, 2021. Fuck you. You know, as Pam said, I've been away. I've been in South Carolina. I've been gone so long. I haven't sucked dick in so long. I think I've forgotten if I'm gay or not. I don't know. It really concerns me, but then, you know, I think about, well, I do care about Betty White, so I'm, there must be some faggot still alive in there. It comes with a package. You have to kind of care about all the golden girls. It's like a thing. You come out and like, oh, my God, you have to name all the golden girls right now. Right now. And if you don't, you're just not gay enough. And uh, So, of course, I'm Dorothy. Just kidding. Um, that's a joke for the non-gay people in the room. There are no, okay. 
And so I've been gone so long, and um, one thing that I learned when I was in South Carolina that really stunned me was just like, I didn't know that there could be so many shades of white. It was amazing to me. I mean, we take it for granted. We think that just like white is one thing, but it's not. No, no, no. I saw so many shades of white, I went snow blind. I saw when we, when we were traveling around there, there was like the, every kind of white. You had the drunk white, you had the young white woman. She's running around, she's screaming, she's yelling. It's really intense, it's wonderful. And then one thing I saw was the sheer caucasity of white people driving golf carts on the streets. That is some white ass shit, isn't it? That is some white ass shit. You're sitting like, how could anything be whiter? Can you think of anything? No, I can't. I mean, these bitches are running around with a baby, these white ass bitches, baby right here, right here, and they're streaming. It's Christmas also. Oh my God, are you all right? Unfortunately, they were. Um, they were in accidents, but I just had no idea. Cause that's some, would you, I just can't even imagine like black folk on, on a fucking golf cart driving through the town. Can you, can, can you, can, can anybody see this? No. And that's when I learned that like wa laws are only for black people, right? White people can do whatever the fuck they want. They can drive a goddamn golf cart, but these are just my thoughts and my fantasies, ladies and gentlemen. I also learned that um, nothing destroys a family relationship like comedy. Um, I went home and uh, was having dinner with my brother and his girlfriend or whatever, and his mother is there, and we're supposed to watch Annie, the new version. Have you all seen it? The new black version of Annie. And all of a sudden, you know, like there's this song, you know, from Annie, which I have rewritten. And all of a sudden, I just started, I just went, just saying, your son will come out tomorrow. Bet he'll be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cum. He'll be gay, but he won't be lonely. I'll jizz on his chin and grin. And say to up to oh, tomorrow, tomorrow I'll bottom. Tomorrow it's only a gay away. Thank you. And they said, God damn it, Brady, it's not all about cocksucking, is it? Do we just fucking watch Annie? Sorry, you know. I have done a lot of time with my fantasies recently. One of my fantasies that I have talent, um, or that I could be funny, and I feel like I've may have missed my calling as uh, a product designer. Uh, so I came up with some fragrances for the American condition. The first one is called White Woman, <laughs> and you have to say it just like that. You got to go, White Woman. The tagline is always in front. You see it, right? Okay. And then for the gentleman in the room, there's um, another one. It's it's called entitled. <laughs> it's it's how you feel. Oh, okay, that didn't go well. I like that joke. They're not all to be singers, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I try. No, no, my fantasies is like. What would it be like if we had like a gay Olympics, right? What would that be like? I mean, it'd be cool. Like, I know that I would definitely be on the American cocksucking team. Do you think? Yeah, I'd, I'd be really good at it. I mean, 
So I'd practice on the daily, and just to make sure I'm good at it, because you know you never know when you when you have the opportunity to practice. You know, so you just got to get really excited. You know, like, well, you you have to sometimes you have to suck cock at the drop top of a hat. You know, what I'm saying you got to be ready. I was also wondering, like, maybe we could have the um, synchronized fisting team talk about a clap back. Um, and I was thinking maybe a a snowball relay race. Do you know what a snowball is? Do, do, do you guys know? Okay, so a snowball, for, for you guys, for you uneducated, the unwashed. Uh, <laughs> snowball is like, okay, so like you're imagine you're running along and you have to go, because you know, this is the Cock Olympics, Olympics, right? So you've got to go, you've got to stop at one station, you've got to oh, 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 fill up, right? Right? And you got to carry. And you know, and someone else, right? And then so it goes, and the person that gets all the way out wins, right? You don't see, that's just a date on Saturday night for me. That's what I'm doing later. Does it, does it bother anybody? I just keep talking about all this cock sucking and stuff. Does that bother you guys? Because I want you to know if you, because you know, if it does, you know, I just want you all to know that you, you know, you can be a cocksucker at any time. <laughs> Truly, you can. I mean, I, you can unleash your inner cocksucker, and I'm here to help you if you like to do that. Now I'm gonna wrap up with one of my final fantasies because I'm just feeling it. Yeah, back in the day when I came up with uh, the boys' camp that could have been. Yes, it's um. We play we play ball all day. We play with balls all day, and uh, we slide into home over and over and over again. And we go to the showers. And we scrub. And we get so clean and go to the mess hall all warm and full-blooded and we sing the theme song to camp put it in me in lake put it in me wisconsin and it goes a little something like this <clears throat> oh i love you put it in me put it in me every day i love you put it in me Put it in me all the way on your shores. Put it in me. I am yours. Put it in me. Put it in me every day. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Brady Pearson. Brady Pearson is back! I'm so excited that you're back. It's really wonderful that you're back. You're t I enjoy your material so much. Your whole thing. I love it. Thank you for being back. And it's just so kind to be a kind person and to help your family. And I really like it's I really it's nice that you haven't, you know, negated every personal relationship for stage time. Like I really appreciate that about you. Oh my god. You still talk to your parents. That's so cool. Your next comedian, I don't know if he talks to his parents or not, uh, but I'm excited to hear his jokes tonight. Put your hands together, everybody, for Martin Lobato. Yay! Fucking thing went limp on me. Jesus Christ. I want to quit my job. This fucking guy inspired me to become a rapper. You know what? Let's let's start it tonight. 
Every single time I hold the mic out like this, I need you guys to say, what, what? Think we could do that? All right. Here we go. <clears throat> yo, yo. This year was pretty fucked up. Let me put it in your butt. All right, loop it. That's a hit. Let's go. Keep it going. It's 2022, motherfuckers. We got to go. We got to go. We're out on bail tonight, man. We got to fucking go. It's a whole new set of fucking rules. If you didn't wake up tomorrow morning with a taste of blood on your mouth like a fucking shark five feet away from the shore, you fucked up. That's all I'm going to say. Fucking, it's 2022. We ain't got time to fuck around no more, dude. Fuck. I'd like to congratulate Kyle Rittenhouse formally for getting off on capital murder and killing a pedophile. I mean, where was I going with that? Fuck. <laughs> Hold on. I had a point here. Fucking, I don't know, fucking mushrooms. I'll give you guys that one next time. But yeah, basically, oh yeah, getting off on capital murder um, and teaching us about the importance of loopholes. Kyle, if you're listening, let me get your lawyer. <laughs> Not Because, I mean, don't worry, I didn't kill a pedophile. Not all of us could be heroes, but uh, I used to know a cat named Mushu. Yeah, he got ran over, but it's okay because it was my stepmom's cat. So much for nine lives because I only got him in one. It's a fucking joke. I didn't do anything. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I guess it's just dark because this year is pretty fucked up. I mean, Jesus Christ, I just found out Betty White died. Thanks, guys, for that fucking news. Holy shit. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got. Thank you, guys. What? Wait, what? 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 Well, I got more. I could keep going. Yeah, you, you got time, baby doll? Let you me see. That was two minutes. Come on. You wanted two minutes. So, I was taking a little trip. It turned kind of into a bad trip one time. <laughs> I got pulled over high as fuck on mushrooms when I was fucking taking a long fucking trip again. And motherfucker, if you've never seen the kukui, I'm going to tell you what, he's asking for your license and registration. Because when you look at this motherfucker, like, Ugh! and then the car smelled like weed, so I knew I was fucked. Fucking, I pull into a fucking weed shop to play it off. Like, it wasn't me, man. It wasn't me. It was those fools. <laughs> so that's just crazy shit that's happened. Um, you guys know what a sideshow is? Bay Area sideshow, everywhere sideshow. Oh, fuck. People like to fuck around, let me tell you what. One time I remember this, <laughs> I fucking got so high on mushrooms, and I was remembering like what to wear. I was going to my closet, and I came across this old Zorro costume that I fucking only worn once. And I was like, fuck it, why not? <laughs> Next thing I knew, I was in the back of a fucking car holding on for my life. Oh my god, good fucking times. So it's just the crazy fucking things that's happened this year. Telling you 2021 was a fucking doozy. That's all I got, man. Thank you. Martin Lobato, it's been a crazy year. It hasn't been actually that crazy. Like, dude, in 2012, I was invited on a on a, what's it called, a houseboat uh, with porn clowns. I know, exactly, right? Like, mm-hmm, like, life, you think life is rough? You ever 
Do you know what porn clowns do? With blow up? Yeah, you know, they do exactly. It's not a circle jerk, baby. There's, here's the thing though. I've got a real tight vagina. So I kept popping balloons. You know what I'm saying? It's, that's not fun. You know when someone puts a balloon and they're like, sit on the balloon or they pop the balloon in front of you? Ha ha. Imagine, imagine a balloon animal inside you. Oops, my pussy's too tight. Ha! <laughs> GHB. GHB's a thing, everybody. It makes you weird. Don't, don't do it if you've been... We all had super consent. I didn't drink. They were like, if you're going to do the GHB, don't drink 12 hours before it. And I was like, I just smoked pot. They're like, you probably won't want to smoke pot on this, but we'll see what happens. But I didn't drink for 12 hours, which for me, you know, 10 years ago was kind of a big deal. And then I took the GHB and yeah, I, someone, okay, balloons in your pussy. And you're, we have, oh, your next comedian. I'm so excited. So your next comedian used to have a show here at Mutiny Radio and it can't, Wait till he has another show back here at Mutiny Radio. He's an artist. I can't wait to put his art up on the walls and to support you in any way that I can creatively because I I really appreciate you so much. Put your hands together, everybody, for Kevin Hardesty or Buddha. Yay! Whatever the fuck you want to call me. I don't know how to dance, but I can do the truffle shuffle. That's the only dance I could do on beat. I'm white. I cannot dance. It's not going to happen. You know what I love about Mutiny Radio? I never feel alone. There's someone with your mommy issues. There's someone with daddy issues. I have both. Let me tell you about my life. So, my mom was one inch above being legalized a little portion. And she was a gangster. <laughs> she lived that lifestyle. Like she was like she was crazy. Like my teacher, um, I was like third grade said I was never gonna graduate from um, school, from high school. I'm like, I'm in third grade, how the fuck you know this shit? And like matter of seconds, my mom's like superwoman. She's flying over the table. One punch <laughs> and she knocked the teacher out. I'm like and I'm like over here, I'm like, that's what you get, bitch. <laughs> Oh, um, Pam, thank you for bringing, you know what is wonderful about post-traumatic stress? You block out shit, so sometimes you don't remember things. Then people bring up stuff that you don't want to remember, like porn, like, um, clown porn. <laughs> I, I was trying to forget that shit, so thank you for bringing back that post-traumatic memory. Sorry. <laughs> You think two girls in one cup is bad? <laughs> look, look up clown porn. Look that shit up. <laughs> I have I have this memory. Now you all have to go see this shit. If I have to shuffle and cry in my bed when I go home like under comedians, you all have to do the same. <laughs> so I was in special ed. So I get to say retarded, and I got a speech impediment. So I say it with a W. <laughs> So, everyone always asks me to fucking say this. When, you know, you have a speech impediment. Everyone wants you, me to say this. It's rabbit season, motherfuckers. <laughs> In my language, that means, what's the fucking drug chat? <laughs> so, I've done a lot of psychedelics in my life. My favorite is DMT. 
I'm a fucking god. <laughs> That's what I discovered on that shit. But so are you. We are all gods. But we worship our own selves. We are all on our selves. But whatever you believe, we are all one. But what you believe, you are Christian, Jewish, Muslim. I don't hate. It's all love. So, you know, we all, I think, the overall message that I think every individual in this world truly wants, unless you're a fucked up individual and a sociopath, is we all want love. Um... But yeah, fuck 2022, because that seems to be the vibe tonight. So yeah, fuck this positive <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I have I have good faith. I believe it's all a mindset. So, you know, fuck the government. Fuck fuck the laws. If you're a good person, go out and do what you want to do in this life. Uh, you know, like, you are a king, you are a queen. You know, like you don't need a fucking castle. This is 2022. You are keen on social media nowadays. So, um, shit. So the best thing I wanted to have in the speech impediment. So so I'm told is when I stutter on a pussy. <laughs> Donald Trump likes to grab it by the pussy. I like to stutter on it. Oh, 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 oh my. Oh my. I'm going to hell. But it's okay. My family has a mansion down now. I'm white with blue eyes, so you know my family did some shit. <laughs> I also have native too. So there's a lot of things, you know. That's what I love about comedy. You know it's comedy. And, you know, if you truly love the shit, you won't get offended by these things. So, you know, like, it was emotion emotional roller coaster in the night. So I found out, well, I don't know. I haven't done a DNA test. But since I braided my hair, a Jew told me I look like a shardle. <laughs> I might be Jewish. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> My great-grandmother was in the concentration camp, though, but but I think it, you know, well, my family has a long line of retards, so. <laughs> so, I don't, it's just hard to say. It's really fucking hard to say. Um, I, I should eat an unedible. Drugs make me funny. <laughs> um... Alcohol also makes me funny too, but it makes me really annoying because I don't shut the fuck up. But somehow when I do cocaine, I have no speech impediment. That shit goes the fuck away. <laughs> cocaine is one hell of a drug. <laughs> um, I don't know what the else to say. Y'all have a good night. I don't eat this fucking edible. <laughs> Kevin, that was amazing, and I, I love drugs, and so cocaine is in the cane family, so it's like lidocaine, which is on your skin, or um, novocaine, which they put in your mouth, or cocaine that you put in your nose, but the cane family is totally different. I love drugs. I, I, I think one of my, I have three regrets. One of them is that I didn't become a pharmacologist, because I love drugs that much. Like, I love benzos. Midazolam, you know about midazolam? The best benzodiazepine is a short-lived, fast-acting benzodiazepine. It's like a five-minute volume shot. It's like a truth serum of awesomeness, and they give it to you while you're having an abortion. It's the coolest thing, right? So I'm there, I'm there on the drug, I'm like, I'm on the midazolam, my feet are up in the stirrups, and the doctor looks at me, and uh, she goes, you know, Pam, uh, five-minute procedure, some people talk. Some people don't talk. 
said, has anyone ever told jokes? Like, nope, that's never happened. I did a hot five. I did a killer show. Uh, uh. It was actually a bringer show, and I left it there. I killed, and at the end, I only have one regret about that second abortion. And that's that they didn't let me take my cell phone in, so I couldn't tape the set. So, like, was it real? Was it important? What jokes did I do? Were they meaningful? Were they lasting? Is it going to change my fucking life? Nope. <laughs> Love the dazzle lamp. Okay, one more thing. Uh, Kevin was talking about how he's going to go to hell. Yes, I know I'm going to hell. I know I'm going to hell. I know this absolutely truthfully because of COVID. When it was so crazy in the beginning, and I, I live in the Tenderloin, and I was like, and I could only, I, I mean, I got to be here because radio was deemed essential. So every day I got to walk from my house in the Tenderloin to here, two and a half miles each way, five miles Day. I was getting very skinny. Anyway, uh, I'm, I'm walking and walking and thinking and thinking. And I started, you know, thinking about Socrates. Because he never wrote anything down. He thought and thought. And that was what man made. And he didn't want to write anything down because he'd get us all in trouble. Because I was walking and thinking. And I thought the most disgusting thought. And then I wrote it down. Oh, my God. I wrote down. I, I, uh. I want to rip out my IUD with my fingernails and I want I, I want to fuck a random guy so I can get pregnant so I can have an abortion just so I have something to do. Like I am so bored. I want free midazolam and drama. Can I have free midazolam and drama in the middle of this COVID shit? Yes, I'm going to hell. Yes, I am. That's absolutely true. I wrote it down. That's the thing is that I shouldn't have written it down because I got us all in trouble. I should have been like Socrates. I should have written nothing down. Plato wrote shit down. I don't have a Plato. I don't have any little person following me writing shit down. No, that could have happened. And no, I wouldn't be going to hell. No. But now I wrote it down. It's real. Can I tell you one more story and then we'll be done tonight? Okay, one more. This is the other reason I'm going to hell. Uh, when I was, right before I got married for the first time, it was 1999, and I had just gotten a new job at a new school. I was teaching special ed kids, students with emotional disturbance. They used to call it SED, severely emotionally disturbed, but then they just took off the S because they're like, well, that's stigmatizing. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so I taught students with emotional disturbance, and I got a new job in a new district. And it was my first week of school. But my ex-husband was a veterinarian. And so he had these really cool, like, conferences he did every year. And in the first week of school, it was in Disney World, Florida. And I love Disney. And my ex-husband and I, we loved it. We were super Disney fans. We used to do, we used to do ecstasy and go to Disney. We used to do acid and go to Disney. We used to smoke pot on the Tom Sawyer Island. We loved Disney. And I was like, oh, fuck. It's the first week of school. I can't get out of this shit. I can't get out of this. He's like, I bet you could. So what I did is I went to my, her name was Pat Griffin. She was our principal. And I said, I, I went to her. I said, I, I don't know how to do this. I know, you know you just hired me, and this is my first week of school, but um, I have to get an abortion. And, um, and she said, yeah, you should take off this week. 
And I got on a plane that night and I went to Disney World. I don't know, for four, five days. And then I came back and I was sad. I came back and I was sad. And she said, hey, are you okay? Do you need anything? Like, what were you thinking about? And I said, I thought a lot about children. I'm going to hell. Do you understand? I've both had an abortion and lied about an abortion. Jesus hates me. <laughs> cool. I'm hoping someday to put that in a Netflix special and people will be like, oh, that's so funny because like Texas doesn't allow abortions anymore. And like she's she's making jokes about abortions for fun during the pandemic because she likes Madazalam. <laughs> Drugs are cool. Does no one else like does anyone want any mushrooms? No, I got mushrooms. Here's more uh, pop food up here. There's plenty, plenty. This has been a beautiful 2021. Clap it up for Chad in the back, running the ones and twos. My brilliant buddies, all this amazing, all of you amazing comedians that have hung out. Good luck. You want to do, yes, Chad's going to do jokes. This has never happened before. This is very exciting. Holy fuck. Okay, I'm really excited to bring up your next comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Chad Stein. Yay! I don't know how many jokes I got, but, you know, I figure we're just talking into microphones tonight, so let's talk into a microphone. Hey, so we were talking about speech impediments, right? If somebody with a lisp were describing their whisper, would they call it a lithby whisper? You can actually email me at lithbywhisper at gmail.com or add me on chess.com, lithbywhisper. Like my entire internet persona is a lithbywhisper. Um, no, actually, I only came up here to say that thank you so much, Pam. Thank you for everything. Um, 2021 has been really great and I'm really excited for 2022 and everything that you do here. Um, I just wanted the last word of saying you're awesome and uh, yeah, thank you so much. And so thanks y'all all for coming out. You guys are hilarious. I really appreciate it. Um, and I hope you have a good new year. Yeah, love y'all. E.T. first. That's what we've gotten in trouble with because we had to do the E.T. storybook because I had just met Stephen and I introduced Michael to Spielberg. And when I met Spielberg, he was doing uh, E.T. at Larry. Well, whatever's in the CD one. I, I mean, I think I put this normal CD one. Who's Michael Jackson? Why were they talking about Michael Jackson? That's so weird. Well, thank you, everybody, for coming tonight. Um, seriously, everybody be safe and stuff. Um, don't Please don't snort anything from anybody unless it's tested first or unless you watch them do it first and they're not dead and then maybe do it. But please, like, be careful with yourselves and, um, you know, don't party too hard. Don't, don't spit in anybody's mouths. I guess that's as dangerous as the heroin in the vein now. Well, uh, we'll, uh, we'll this is the last show. From Mutiny Radio of uh, 2021. We'll be back in 2022 with all kinds of things. So, I love you, kids. So, we were just going to do the song. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll figure out how to play, press play on the. We have the wrong thing.
with some Latin dicks on the yard. Never went out, and I don't think I'm gonna. Just for some more, she wanted me to bone up the meaning. You think you know what I'm meaning? I got something for the hoes to be scheming on the boot. I really take a trip to Hooterville. I'll throw you out the door of my big blue Seville. Then light another joint. This ain't no exploitation. <laughs> But we are the ones stolen in the ways of the masters. Stoned is the way of the
the Christmas trees. Decorate the house with lights at night. Snow's on the ground, snow white so bright. In the fireplace is the Yule log. Beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog. The rhymes that you hear are the rhymes of Daryl. But each and every year we bust Christmas carols. Christmas carols.
Yeah. 
church.
מסתיים כי הוא אדיוס.
Them with the others or what? 